Hey, welcome back. We are in Psalms 51, continuing our mini-series. Today we are in verses 7 and 8. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Now, let's start at the beginning. So, hyssop, when it says to cleanse me with hyssop, that was an Old Testament thing. So uh, if we would go back to Exodus, we would see that the Israelites, when they were um, having death pass over them on the plagues, they actually used a plant called hyssop to cleanse their homes, to put the lamb's blood on and wipe it over their doors. So it was a very symbolic plant. So it's really cool that David looked back and remembered that and was like, hey, like, If you're going to cleanse me with something, like cleanse me with hyssop because it worked before. I know it'll work now. And um, then it says, wash me and I will be whiter than snow. And I think that's such a beautiful picture because when we think of snow, we just see this like clean, pristine, like no blemishes, nothing wrong with it. And that is exactly how God sees us. Sometimes we feel dirty and just gross and dingy after we have sinned. And even after we've repented, like we still feel kind of dirty. That feeling of still feeling unclean, even though we've repented, God has washed it white as snow, is from the enemy. And we need to realize that. We need to be able to recognize that lie that says, well, you were forgiven, you repented, but it's still kind of gross. Like, I still can't believe you did that. That is the enemy. That is not God. He forgives. He We repent and he forgets. Like he literally washes us completely clean. We are forgiven and cleansed, purified of our sin. We have to claim that and then be able to call out the enemy when he sneaks in with those lies that try and pull us away from that, to take that freedom from us. We need to stand firm. Then in verse 8, It says, let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. And I love that it's like his ears have been kind of quieted to the joy and the gladness that God offers because he was in sin for so long and he didn't repent. So he's like, let me hear it again. Like this is the guy who was playing the harp and the lyre and all those things. He's like, I want to worship you freely again. And I like the end where it talks about let the bones you've crushed rejoice. And you're like, what do you mean crushed bones? If you have ever repented of a major sin, you know that sometimes it feels like we've been crushed, but we're really not broken. Um, God sometimes uses discipline and circumstances to restore our fellowship with him and figuratively like break our legs. Uh, That way we don't follow the path of sin. So, if we have repented and we felt that, we kind of know what it's like to dance and be glad when we have broken legs. Like God has stopped us from following that path that was destructive and not pleasing to him and not glorifying to him. And he's like, okay, now we're going to keep going, but we're going to go on this path and we're going to do it with joy and gladness and just rejoicing in the fact that you have turned from your sin. So David here again is just kind of using little figurative speech and he's really good at it. And when we dive in and uh, research a little bit, we can find so much good stuff that we can still use today. So I will see you back here tomorrow to continue our little mini series in Psalms 51.